Welcome to All That Scratch, the musical theatre podcast live from London. A chance to hear your future favourite musicals before anybody else. Hello, everyone. Good evening. Um, welcome to All That Scratch. My name is Charlie. Uh, I'm a theatre director. I run All That Scratch with Kiki uh, Stevenson, who is the artistic programme coordinator here at the Other Palace, and uh, Alex Jackson, who some of, um, well, podcast listeners will know, and some returning audience members, is the third member of our triangle. But unfortunately, he can't be here today uh, because he's on a long-distance sea voyage. Um, <laughs> we... Uh, are really, really excited about this evening. This is our sixth episode of All That Scratch. It's our final episode of the year. We've got a really, really exciting lineup coming up uh, this evening. I'm going to bring to the stage now Kiki, uh, who will be the host of this evening. Put your hands together for Kiki Stevenson. As Charlie said, our sixth episode of All That Scratch. So this is actually our last episode of the year. We actually are going to celebrate our one-year anniversary come January. More about that later. Thank you. Now, it has been an amazing year, and um, we're both really excited to share with you the amazing work uh, which is which is upcoming this evening. So again, my name is Kiki Stevenson. I'm the Artistic Program Coordinator here at the Other Palace, and with Alex and Charlie, we are All That Scratch. Um, for those of you who are not aware, if it's your first time here to All That Scratch, first-time listeners, All That Scratch is a curated hour of promising new British musical theatre recorded live here at the Other palace in London. Um, We open submissions for each episode. They're open submissions. Anyone can apply and we have the joy of listening to everything. Uh, So they're handpicked for each episode. Uh, Tonight we have a featured lineup of five brand new musicals along with exclusive interviews with each of the writers. So get ready for that. Um, Just to tell you a bit about each uh, of the pieces upcoming tonight. Uh, First off, we have Weapons of the Week, an uplifting piece of gig theatre celebrating love and self-acceptance in the aftermath of abuse. Uh, We also have a piece called The Rhythmics, a comic and poignant musical about a single dad who accidentally joins a rhythmic gymnastics team. And just so everyone knows, because I had to to Google this (laughs) and YouTube it, it's the one with the ribbons. So keep that in mind. (laughs) It's a good visual for later. Uh, We also have Works of Art, a story about the relationship between two brothers, uh, one who happens to be trans. Astrid Bloom touches the universe, a powerful new musical about a blind protagonist sharing the beauty she finds within the world. And uh, to conclude, a piece called Stages, an interactive video game musical about a young autistic boy navigating life's biggest choices. So that's your lineup for this evening. Uh, we're just going to kick it off, go straight in. Um, first up this evening, uh, we are going to be inviting um, Nancy Salt, who has written and performed uh, Weapons of the Week. Uh, she and her uh, musicians will be performing two songs, Take It on the Chin and Suddenly. But Nancy, come on up. <laughs> Great response. Well done, live studio audience. You can stay. (laughs) Uh, So this is the bit where we have a little chat so you guys get to know the piece before uh, the songs are performed. Hello, Nancy. Hello. Tell us a bit about why you wrote Weapons of the Week. Well, um, 
I basically started writing Weapons of the Week because um, I've always enjoyed music and writing music as a band member. And I was doing my acting MA at Mountview and um, I wanted to combine the two uh, joys. And I found that the reason I started writing music was because um, it was an outlet for me. And so I combined it with my own autobiographical narrative of um, surviving abuse and wanted to share it with people and expand it. And so, yeah, that was it, really. Amazing. And what made you choose gig theatre as as the format for this piece? I think there's something about going to a gig where you all feel part of something. And when you're telling a story that not many people can maybe relate to on a personal level, it's important to try and tell it in a way that everyone can just get stuck in and get something out of it and feel part of something. And um, I found the title Weapons of the Week from a book by James Scott, who said that at a time of rising waves of feminist protest and growing fascism, our like responses and our instincts need more weakness. We need more common ground and more things that we can all do together. And I think a gig is a massive representation of that. Amazing. Brilliant. That's great. So tell us a bit about these two songs, Take It On The Chin In Suddenly. What was your inspiration? And tell us a bit about your writing process as well. Cool. So going into the writing process, I kind of looked back on some of the lyrics that I'd written at the time and didn't really find the strength to perform. Um, And uh, I'd tried some of it out and Take It On The Chin is one of those. And it's something I revisited. And it's basically about when you're going through abuse and you go, no, I'm going to stay with him people turn around and go, okay, well then you need to suck it up then. We don't know what else to tell you. And I think at the point in the narrative, that was my kind of angry response to that of, okay, well, if I have to take it on the chin, so does everyone else kind of thing. Um, yeah, let's take it on the chin. And suddenly? Uh, suddenly comes a bit before that in the show and it's about um, the first time that I actually sat down and tried to write a song and I never managed to do it at the time. So it's quite interesting to come back and try and redo it. Um, and it's basically about knowing that you're in the wrong place and wanting to do something about it and the internal combat about that. Brilliant. Well, I know we're looking forward to this. Do you cool. want to introduce your musicians I'd to the stage? I'd love to, Good. Yeah. <laughs> um, So, yeah, I'll introduce um, Alistair Norton, um, who's going to be playing the cajon, and he's also the musical director. Um, Charlie Suff on guitar and Spike Hart on guitar as well. Amazing. I'm going to leave the stage to you. Just started spend most of the time being so downhearted. So take it on the chin and take it on the chin. Ooh, no pause, stop, please wait when you need to on a real low off day. He can pray in his way, but it doesn't make a change. His girlfriend blowing fake kisses at close range and shit. Your best mate's fit She's looking for a night with him And planning on screwing him Screwing with your head And taking him up to your beds With her You should ring her up and say Take it on the chin And take it on the chin There's a girl 
front, she's sitting on her own. Passing contexty, no one on her dad's old phone. Doesn't want the guy across the way to know that she's been crying by herself all day. But it doesn't make a difference if he stops to stare. She will turn the other way as if she really doesn't care. Just scared, cause she believes that all the best are ones to leave. So maybe she should lighten up, take it on the chin. And take it on the chin. Ooh, and take it on the chin. And take it on the chin. Seems to me we can keep trying to point the finger or try and find a trigger or take it on the chin. Thank you. This uh, next song is Suddenly. It's the lump in the back of my throat when I think of you. I know that I'm never gonna rid my of you I'm trying to get along but I can't help it, I can never understand Cause even when you're gone I still see it all Once you is missing you Why don't I hate you wanna leave I mean I really ought to I've tried to get along but I can't help it I can never understand Cause even when you're gone I still
suddenly I'll stop talking to you I'll just Absolutely stunning. I had the honour of seeing that the other week at the uh, Maiden Speech Festival. And so hopefully whatever happens in the future, everyone else has a chance to see that uh, full production because it's, it's really moving. And what's lovely is the chemistry that you guys have on stage is absolutely brilliant. So bravo to you guys. Really well done. Um, next up, we have a piece called Astrid Bloom Touches the Universe. Um, this uh, has been written by Janie Deards and Ollie Clark. Uh, they'll also be performing two songs this evening. Uh, the first called The Colour of Everything and the second called Tether. Janie and Ollie, come on up. <laughs> yeah, bring that mic over. Get cosy for our little fireside chat. It's a bit warm up here anyway, so yeah. Hello, welcome. Hi. Hello. Um, Give us a bit of context about the show. Uh, why did you write Astrid Bloom Touches the Universe? Oh, gosh. Yeah. Why didn't I? Um, uh, so, Tell Ast- <laughs> yeah. Uh, Astrid uh, is. I was inspired by uh, my hometown of Bristol and uh, of uh, the thought of a, of a blind or sight impaired uh, lead protagonist. Initially, I was going to write a young adult novel. Um, but then I just realised, oh, wait, I write music as well, so we can maybe thread that in. And then, um, and, and then, such begins the musical. And such begins the show, yeah. That's it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, tell us a bit why it's important that you are um, representing diverse regional stories on stage. Um, well, we, we're set in Bristol primarily because Janie's from Bristol and we did a big R&D session in Bristol and found it to be an incredibly musical city and we wanted to set it particularly in one square where it was an incredibly musical environment and in, uh, there was something about Bristol that had different groups of people talking to each other and finding each other that I don't think you'd find in uh, somewhere like London in particular that it, it, it felt it felt too big and, and Bristol felt like the right fit of a city for these two characters so much of it is about them just bumping into each other and affecting each other's lives it felt more grounded in a regional environment I think absolutely and it's the story of, of fate and you're so right that for these characters to entwine effectively um, it's that it's Bristol has such a musicality to it. It's so colourful in the graffiti and the buskers, and you can't walk anywhere without there being music. So it just felt like a natural place to, to place this character who saw the world in a very different way. Brilliant, amazing. And tell us what's next for this piece. <laughs> Success. Um, <laughs> Inevitably. <laughs> put it out there, put it out there. <laughs> well, we're very much in the writing process at the moment. We're about to say a quarter of the way through and we're finding its feet and what comes next for it and working alongside institutions like the Royal National Institute for the Blind and ensuring that everything is handled sensitively um, regarding um, the show and finding uh, what is the best course for it at the moment and where we can channel it into the best story possible, I think. Beautifully summarised. <laughs> Amazing, brilliant. So can I leave it to you to introduce everyone coming to the stage? Of course, yeah. Brilliant. Can we introduce the songs just first before yeah, we... Yeah, go on. So uh, we just want to give you some context. So The Colour of Everything is the first song that we're going to do. Um, this is a moment in the show where Astrid has a kind of eureka moment 
despite the fact that she doesn't really want to experience this eureka moment because it's because of a boy and she's not really that keen on boys. Um, and so that's colour of everything and it's quite cheeky and it's a bit of fun. Um, and uh... Uh, Tether finds our two characters at different points uh, in Bristol uh, singing and lamenting about their sort of familial constraints and their societal constraints and they sing uh, together and opposite each other and they combine and entwine and hopefully that they all meet in the middle and in sentiment and tone hopefully. Yeah. Yes. so um, without further ado um, I'm going to bring to the stage Eleanor Griffiths who's playing Astrid this evening and uh, Earth Endamani who's playing Kalim uh, and our fabulous cellist Lucinda Skinner Phenomenal. Come on up. Imagine, if you will, that you had somehow found the answer That a second chance encounter could define the path you take It's a simple dream to fulfill And something most would take for granted But these daps, once finely planted, start to shake Most days, more might But others are sweet like sugar And I don't want to come down Wakes in me. Didn't you dream of something amazing? Something amazing's what's in store for little Miss Astrid, invisible Astrid, leaving the West and destined for more. Running away from something special, suddenly special to the core. Something amazing, dazing, burning, blazing, more than you bargained for. Something possible, something slightly problematic, yet unstoppable. Something's changed, something rises, fills the mundane up with magic and surprises. Just when I thought I'd never rise to very much. Somehow scratched beneath the surface Is a girl who can achieve That a bachelor's degree In something super smart like physics Because she shades more than the label they perceive Someone brave Someone beautiful Some new rather reinvented individual Something's bright Something's different now
possible if you just try. Distant cars means I've made my way through Bristol's bars, and I'm so high I see tomorrow. As I look down on Avon Gorge, I wonder what I'm living for, and I feel like I'm the only one awake for miles. Down below, the lights of the traffic go surging on. I don't know where to go, but I'm running from living in his shadow for too long. I don't want to be a tether. I don't want to wait forever just to show her I won't settle for his shadow anymore. The merit of a man is measured in all the things he takes instead of happiness. In this way, the mess you make. So I close the door on feelings like this and chose to be untethered I'll be untethered Mm -hmm. 
I don't want to be a tether. I don't want to be a tether. I don't want to be a Too much to ask for. Oh, well done, guys. Very well done. Um, we have one more piece for you, and this piece is uh Called Works of Art, uh, performing one song called Brother, uh, written by uh, Robin Samoys Da Silva. Robin has actually been on All That Scratch before. You were on the third, second. Second! Thank you, Charlie. Second episode uh, performing uh, in, ooh, Steep Themselves in Night. We got there in the end. Um, so welcome back to All That Scratch. Come up on stage. Tell us about your piece. <laughs> welcome hi robin welcome back thank you to this very familiar stage i'm sure but with your own piece this time called works of art will you tell us a bit about the piece and and why you wrote it yeah so i wrote it um in a general sense to tell a meaningful story but in a more specific sense um i wanted to write a story uh with like as a trans person i hadn't seen myself on stage and i wanted to so i thought i would write that um but more specifically to write a trans character, a lead trans character who lived in a story where the story wasn't about them being trans. They were just there. <laughs> Living their life. Crazy, right? What? <laughs> Shut up. You're out of control. <laughs> it's so progressive right now. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> Slow it down. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, actually, in all seriousness, Tell us a bit, um, in your opinion, how can musicals be more supportive and inclusive to trans performers? Yeah, um, I did a kind of panel on this stage um, on Friday and um, we kind of gave a a brief three-pronged approach that I will make even briefer. Go Um, on, go on, tell (laughs) us. So um, casting, cast trans people as trans characters, which ridiculously doesn't happen you're so progressive um, like, i'm a bit of a wild card i know um and but even further cast trans people as cis people because we're so flexible we can do that it's brilliant <laughs> um you can act believe it or not wow i'm working sorry on it. i'm being I'm gonna, really I'm gonna sarcastic get for something that's actually really important apologies <laughs> go on yeah yeah um writing if you're writing a trans character Cons- and you're not trans, consult someone who is. Pay them. Um, and, and, yes. and as a trans person, we keep writing our own stories. Um, and people should come and watch those because they're good. Um, and in, like 
inclusivity in general, like in audition rooms, in rehearsal rooms, in creative spaces, like spaces where people are writing, even just easy changes like gender neutral language and making sure that your toilets aren't like, here's the boys, here's the girls, pick one. Um, Just open up your space and open up your language and ask people what they need in a room if it's, yeah, just, just to make it more comfortable. That's a very simple change that like, in like the industry that. can do. I think, I think we can all take that on board. Thank you. Thank you. So going back to works of art, tell us about how the song Brother fits into the musical. Tell us a bit about yes. the musical as well. Um, so the musical follows the bond of these two brothers and kind of the whole family. Um, it's about art, it's about family, and it follows their story of um, losing their mother and then having to renegotiate their relationship and also deal with the house and what she's left them in the aftermath. Um, and Brother comes at the point... Um, so it's sung by Reed, sung by myself, and... Jackson, um, the two brothers, are after their mother's death and they are trying to communicate and they don't know how and it's just about grief and no communication skills. <laughs> Brilliant. Can I, can I ask you to introduce the rest of the performers and musicians this evening? Yes. Um, I'd like to invite on stage Jabez Sykes, who will be singing for Jackson and Evie Rose Lane, who will be playing piano. Brilliant. Come on up, guys. She had my heart. She was my mother, too. Oh, she heard me. But she talked me in when I was bruised. I don't know what I don't know what to do Think I'll sit a while Think I'll sit a while with you I could have sworn Jackson I could have sworn I knew her She showed me her heart Her honesty through art it's not the time, Reed. Take a moment, sit and grieve. When does it end, brother? When does it end? I need some sleep. I'm breathing empty air, filling up an empty chest With words and hooks from people I don't know And touch, but not from you, they don't 
know the way to stroke my back or hold my hand or warm my heart please come back 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 behind I feel your love trickle through my mind as it leaves as I heave another breath another day my brother hold, hold on, on till it goes away someone keep me safe we're alone together just hold me brother I don't know if I can say anything after that without crying. So <laughs> I feel like I should say something insightful now, Robin, but thank you. I think that's what we'll say. Thank no, thank you. Okay, well, you're welcome. <laughs> um, we've got two uh, brilliant uh, musicals to kind of conclude the evening. Um, uh, the next one is a piece called The Rhythmics. Remember? Ribbon dancing. Yay. Um, uh, this has been written by Poppy Burton Morgan and Ben Glassstone. Uh, and they're going to be performing two songs with their performers tonight. Why, why, why? And waiting to begin. Poppy and Ben, do you want to come on up? <laughs> Welcome. Hi. Hi. All right. Tell us a bit about the rhythmics and why you decided to write this story. So I write a lot about mother-son relationships. I've got two boys. Um, so I was kind of interested in flipping that and exploring a father-daughter relationship. So this is quite loosely um, autobiographical about my dad. Um, love you, dad, when you listen to this on the podcast. Uh, but like a slightly crap single dad uh, and his precocious nerdy teenage daughter um but that expanded out into a into a piece about kind of the crisis a crisis of masculinity midlife crisis musical which ben can talk a bit more about <laughs> oh that's right <laughs> uh, no, no, it's, it's, it's a point well made poppy sorry uh, i find i was interested as you get older i was very interested in uh, the fact that you don't necessarily feel any more grown up. And uh, I thought that's probably something quite universal in that, especially if you're a man. So, uh, yes, it's about not being grown up, I think. And when is the moment that you feel you've actually finally arrived? So. But also the rhythmic gymnastics thing. So, because uh, <laughs> we should mention that, because actually none of the songs really touch on that uh, that we're going to show tonight. But um, there's something kind of gorgeously surreal about this. So it's, it's um, premier, uh, Manchester's premier all-male rhythmic gymnastics performance ensemble um, that this single dad inadvertently ends up joining. And there's just something beautifully absurd about this traditionally feminine female sport um, and them kind of finding themselves through it and kind of all this stuff about men and toxic masculinity and, yeah. There you so go. In a Amazing, brilliant. Okay, so tell us a bit about the journey that you took in developing this piece to where it is now and to tell us 
where it is now. So we've been writing it for about a year and a half. Um, earlier this year, we uh, showcased four of the songs at Brasserie Zadel, and then we also showcased four songs at um, Joe Allen's at the inaugural Musical Starter Showcase in April. Um, and then one of our songs, in fact, uh, Waiting for Begin, one of the songs we're going to show, uh, got second prize in the Stars and Drew Song Prize this year, so... That's a prize. <laughs> Um, but we've now finished the whole thing and actually we're about to do a two-week workshop on it uh, here in, in a few weeks' time. What a casual plug. Where is here? Tell us a right bit more here, about where here. On right this here stage. At the other palace. And we're also uh, we're doing a little showing uh, at Birmingham Rep and at Salisbury Playhouse, so there'll be a bit of a regional thing. And we're hoping... I'm preempting the final question, so yeah, I Yeah, I don't have another up. question now. <laughs> well, I'll just keep going. Carry so on. We are hoping to uh, take it into full production next year. Um, so any producers listening, get in touch. <laughs> and come along on Friday the 13th. Friday the 13th. Yeah, really lucky day that we're doing our showing on. Yeah, right here. Right here. The Other Palace Studio. Oh, wow. Wonderful. In this lovely studio. Everyone can attest how lovely it is. In our brand new chairs as well. So you're welcome. <laughs> I love that chairs get a whoop. Amazing. Right. Can you guys introduce your phenomenal cast and musicians this evening? Certainly. So um, uh, I'll introduce Laura Power, who's playing Sue. Uh, welcome to the stage, Laura. <laughs> Take it away, then. I'll just give a tiny bit of context to the song. Uh, so although we have said this is a comedy, we're about to show two songs that are slightly more poignant, heartfelt. Um, and the context of this one is um, Sue is a kind of washed-up, barmaid, uh, but ex-ballerina. She's just had a one-night stand with Graham, the single dad protagonist, um, and he's made some slightly callous remarks about uh, her caesarean scar um, and child loss, and she kind of runs off to the bathroom where she kind of sings this to herself. So there we go. Just lower the, you know, joyous tone with that. Take it away! <laughs> To train and beat the pain And crush the competition You try to fight your appetite While feeding your ambition And why, 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 why And how you ache to get that break And be the one who makes it Well there's a pill for every ill And some poor fool who takes it I just took the pills like the others To fit in my costumes And keep working as long as possible I, I didn't know She never took a breath She never opened her eyes They couldn't even tell me what colour her eyes were And why, why, why would a girl even try, try, try? Cause I just can't scrub out the stains, push it deep down again and again. So I don't feel any feelings. 
I won't speak the words. If he'd forgive the things I did, I'd tell him all tomorrow. But would he run to someone fun and leave me to my sorrow? And why, why, why would a girl even try, try, try? If I just dared to show him my heart, has the time come to make a new start? If I can't feel any feelings. I'll just speak the words. And uh, this is a show mostly about men. Uh, the next, uh, I'm going to bring to the stage uh, two performers, John Hudson and Connor Neves. Can you come to the, Connie, come to this, the, the, this stage, please? <laughs> this um, is a song called Waiting to Begin, uh, and you're waiting for it to begin. Uh, <laughs> it's not even funny, I just couldn't stop myself saying that. Um, but it features the oldest and the youngest uh, characters in this male rhythmic gymnastics team. Uh, Sid over here and uh, Connor, actually played by Connor, but it's Connor with two ends for those of you. This is Connor with one end. He's playing Connor with two ends. <laughs> so some of you will notice there's a bit of a difference going. Um, and uh, they find that they've got something in common. Uh, so here you go. As a boy, I was pretty good at maths and that. Good at geography and sport, but nothing to write home about. So I never stuck it out. Growing up, guess I did all right. Got myself the grades. Found a way to get along, but though I didn't mind committing, I never felt the heart was fitting. Couldn't say I found where I belong. Nothing ever sticks, never comes so quick That I think, ah, yes, this is it, this is my thing Still haven't found my thing Still waiting, still waiting, waiting to begin Me too, lad, <laughs> me too Everybody's got a dream, but I never found mine Just a kind of steady job, but Thought at least I'm getting paid So I guess I kind of stayed All my life I were good with girls I could take my pick So I never took a wife But you can sneer at matrimony Till the day you're old and lonely And you long for someone else's life Nothing ever stuck, never had that look I could say, ah yes, this is it, this is my thing Never found my thing Still waiting, still waiting, still waiting, waiting to begin. Looking back on 40 years, 
All that life lost in backward glances Mostly thrown away my chances Is it all downhill from here? I can't keep waiting for the start For my head to find my heart I gotta do something, find something, be something Or slowly fall apart Something's gonna stick, gonna find it quick Gonna say, ah yes, this is it, this is my thing I'm gonna find my thing I'm ready, I'm ready You're ready, you're ready We're ready, we're ready Ready to begin Ready to begin Brilliant, thank you so much. I have to admit, <clears throat> this is probably a question, Poppy and Ben. When, when there's an all-male rhythmic gymnastics team, um, what sort of attire do you wear? <laughs> because in my mind, I'm thinking full-on, like, teenage girl gymnastics outfits. And I don't know... Yeah, come on, I just need to know. <laughs> Puppy and Ben. So, uh, they're, they're, well, there's a, there's a comedy moment where they do their first public performance and they're just in shorts, uh, topless, which some of the guys are not prepared for and they have not had their chest wax or their back sack and crack. Um, and there's a very sweet moment right near the end when they go to compete in the world champ, the unofficial men's world championships, um, and Sid uh, whips out six brand new Lycra costumes that he's sewn by hand. Oh, masculinity, ladies and gentlemen. I love it. Yay! Good answer! That was just because I was really curious and I couldn't stop thinking about it. <laughs> That's just me. Uh, we've got one more brilliant um, new musical for you this evening. Um, this piece is called Stages and there'll be two songs presented again. Uh, first called Glitched and the second called End of the Story. Uh, and then this has been written by Chris Chorney. Chris, come to the stage, please. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Hi. Microphone. Either one, you can pick. Hello, welcome. Hello. Hello. Um, so, Stages... Tell us a bit about this piece, because I don't know if the, the title gives it away too much. Maybe, uh, ooh, okay, ooh. Tell us a bit about how the title gives it away and also the inspiration. So Stages is, uh, I think as we said earlier, an interactive video game musical. So hence Stages, like you get levels and stages in games. Oh, sorry, that was go. really obvious. <laughs> sorry. Um, but it's also about a family um, coming to terms with a diagnosis of cancer. And so obviously we have different stages of cancer and, spoiler alert, different stages of grief. And, um, and so it kind of explores all those different themes. It begun because um, I read a book called Death by Video Games, which is all about what is it about video games that makes us play them to excess? Like, why can we sit for hours and hours playing a video game, not even get up to go to the loo, but, you know, we watch a three-hour movie and we have to pause it twice just, you know, get through it. So what is it about that? And it was, 
And there's something about being in control, hence the interactivity, um, and just being inside another world. Uh, and part of the show as well, the lead character, Aiden, is autistic. And there's also a tendency sometimes with autism to do obviously repetitive behaviors, but also play video games a lot. You, if you have autism, you are more likely to play video games because I guess it's solo activity it's repeatable it's reliable you can learn rules it's a safe thing to do and so it kind of explores those different things and obviously the cancer diagnosis in a way for the audience to kind of connect with brilliant you really showed me on that title by the way i feel Thank a bit you. ashamed now <laughs> please forgive me <laughs> uh so two songs this evening one called glitch the other end of the story tell us how these songs fit into the musical yes so glitched uh, happens near the start of the show and we'll be doing it first um and it happens when aiden our protagonist finds out that his mum might have cancer and his rigid game world just starts to glitch out and that's kind of, I think, all you need to know about that one. And then end of the story, the mother sings right towards the end of her story. It's one thing for her to know that she might die or was going to die, but it's another thing to be at the end. And so it's her kind of coming to terms with that realisation. Brilliant. Amazing. And how are you planning on developing stages into the future? So we are lucky enough to be part of Vault Festival in March. Ooh! Yeah. So March 3rd through 8th, tickets are on sale now. Go to vaultfestival.com. I like a good plug. Very well um, done. And so we are really excited to get to rehearse, work with uh, an autistic actor. There is a trans non-binary character, so we're really excited to work with a trans non-binary actor and just to really develop the show with uh, first sharing as part of that. So it's a very excited new year. And I, this, is a, this is a rogue question. It wasn't rehearsed. Sorry, Chris. Because I want to help you bring these people and the podcast listeners to see the show, I know a little bit about how the interactivity works. Will you tell us about how we can look forward to audience participation, but without having to like be scared and go on stage? Yeah, so I think it's the perfect kind of halfway house. So during the show, there will be pivotal moments where we can control the actions on stage as an audience. So that I don't know if anyone like watches Twitch or even knows what that is, but Twitch is this social media kind of video game streaming and other streaming thing online. And at one point on there, the world played a single game of Pokemon and they completed it. And so I'm hoping that when we all come to the Vault Festival, we can complete stages as an audience and see what happens. Amazing. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Take your phones out after the show. Put them away. <laughs> Crazy people. Brilliant. Will you please introduce everyone to the stage? Yes. So uh, playing Aiden is Kieran Morris. We have Charlotte Miranda Smith playing Alice and Evie Rose Lane on keys. And I will be doing some synthesizer as well. Amazing. Come on up, guys. <laughs> Shut it down, stop the game Alert, 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 can't ignore, mute the sounds Damage, 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 patch it up, who's to blame? Crashing, 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 crashing through out of bounds Everything's broken, everything's stuck Things aren't even loading Or if they are, they're just fucked I don't understand what I see on the screen Unplug, reset This is a bricked machine There's a glitch in the system Like there's a glitch in my head I try to resist it, but the glitch has spread. 
I'll wish I knew why Why the code is misread But no matter how hard I try This glitch won't stay dead Message, 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 say the code, read around Research, 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 find the cause, reconstruct Missing, 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 data lost, no safe found Warning, 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 can't be read, far corrupt Everything's broken, everything's stuck Things aren't even loading, or if they are, they're still fucked I don't understand what I see on the screen Unplug, reset, another bricked machine There's a glitch in my mother Like there's a glitch in my head we try to recover, but the glitch has spread. She said she won't die, but I know what's unsaid. Cause no matter what she will try, this glitch won't stay dead. And glitches alter our world, leave you. And for one moment we falter as we can see through all the rules of the game. And nothing's the same Cause the glitch allows us to see Who we are, where we are And how we need to be Let's take the glitch in our system And the glitch in my head Don't try to resist them Exploit the glitch instead We'll steal a revive A new route we will tread no matter where we arrive This glitch won't leave us This glitch won't leave us This glitch can't leave us Dead And now we have end of the story Once upon a time can lead anywhere Whatever the journey you wish you were there At the beginning with a tale still to tell Each word brimming with the possibilities they spell But what do you do when you reach the final page? What do you do when the whole game's been played? What do you do when you're near the end of the story? How do you say goodbye? How do you leave the world behind when you find in your mind is where you feel most alive? How do you leave it all behind? Beginning, middle, end, that's how it goes. A proper conclusion has highs and has lows. Why skip a section? It just makes it complex and leaves you to question what possibilities come next. So you choose to pretend you can imagine more and you rewrite the end and begin to explore. You start to extend beyond the edge of the story. Why should you say goodbye? Why should you leave the world behind when you find in your mind is where you feel most alive? Why should you leave it all behind? Ah, I won't read that page. I won't stop the game. I won't leave the 
stage I'll keep it all the same I'll decide my fate I will bide my time I'll decide the date when the final bell will chime I am the author of my story I am the hero to my past I am burdened with eternal glory for an adventure that cannot last space for another pen to continue in my place What do you say to the ones who don't know Maybe it's better not to stay Avoid the end of the show Don't remember me this way As I near the end of my story I have to say goodbye I have to leave the world behind I hope I find in my mind The strength I need to seem alive As I leave it all behind Be Well done, guys. Uh, I have so much respect for performers in general and musicians because I could not do it. So really, really well done to absolutely everyone who was up on this stage tonight. Can everyone give them a huge round of applause? Thank you. Thank you. Really well done, everyone. Oh, hi, Charlie. Um, for all you podcast listeners, I've just been joined on stage. Hello. Thank you, um, everyone, for uh, this in our audience tonight for listening and for enjoying. And thank you, everybody uh, who made the work tonight—the writers and uh, book writers, composers, lyricists, performers. Give a massive round of applause for everybody. <laughs> really amazing. Well done. That's the end of the episode and the end of the season of All That Scratch. I know, Whoa, whoa, I know. whoa, that's not an, oh, that's an exciting thing because we just come back with season two next year. <laughs> you guys are reacting so well right now. Well done. <laughs> oh, is that me? That's you. Guys, we're back in 2020. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> really doing well um yeah so we are really excited we've announced the first half of season two of all that scratch so get your diaries out or you could just go to the website because it's there as well so we've announced three new dates monday the 27th of january monday the 23rd of march and tuesday the 26th of may because monday's a bank holiday and we're all going to be at home having fun um 
as we said, we accept open submissions uh, for every episode. So if uh, you have a new musical or you know someone who's writing a new musical or if you're listening to the podcast and you have a musical that you would like myself, Charlie and Alex, who's on his safari in Africa, isn't he? I think so, yeah. yeah, safari in Africa. <laughs> Um, we are now accepting applications uh, for the first episode of season two. Uh, again, Monday, 26th of January, 27th of January. Uh, the deadline to apply is noon on Monday, the 16th of December, which is quite soon because we want to go have a holiday break. So get your submissions in. All details are on theotherpalace.co.uk on how to apply. Uh, thank you very much if you are with us in our live studio audience tonight please if you've taken any photos or you want to talk about this uh, evening please uh, like us on social media hashtag all that scratch for anything you post it's really really appreciated and um, please give the podcast podcast listeners five stars and subscribe on spotify and itunes and all the rest of it we're really good at plugs today we aren't really we really are please, it helps us please get do listen the algorithms please do and all yeah. that business um i think that's all that's left to say so from uh, alex on his mountaineering trip and from Kiki and I thank you very much and we'll see you next year thank you All That Scratch was recorded live at the Other Palace produced by Charlie Norburn and Alex Jackson for All That Productions and Kiki Stevenson for the Other Palace podcast technician was Pav Krahowski and edited by Will Abel podcast theme music by Nicola Chang for more information, visit theotherpalace.co.uk.